Hey guys, it's Misty. I'm finally back with another episode of the Free Your Mind podcast. So sorry it's been so long. It's been kind of a crazy whirlwind of a few weeks since I did my last podcast. And I kept saying, I think it's been at least like two or three weeks, that I'm going to sit down, I'm going to take an hour. And I've had tons of things come to me and uh, kind of... uh, been speaking to me and I've been jotting ideas down of like what I want to talk about next and uh well the topic of this podcast is as I'm going to title it is called the winter tree moments in life and I know that sounds kind of odd and you're going to be like mm, maybe I know what she's going to talk about maybe not but that's what it's titled, The Winter Tree Moments of Life. And I know that I, I have like a certain accent, so it's winter, you know, winter, like burr, cold, we all hate it, you know, if you're from the north like I am. Um, one of these days, I'm, I'm going to fly away south and never return, I swear. But um, yeah, so uh, first, you know, what have you guys been up to? Um, I'll tell you a little bit of, you know, what I've been up to and do a little catch up, a little personal one-on-one before I get deep with you. Because today's podcast, we're, we're, I'm thinking deep. I'm a deep thinker. We all know that about me if you've listened to my podcast in the past. I really, that's the whole purpose of this Free Your Mind is not to just see everything at its surface, to kind of sit back and allow what you see and maybe spirit to talk to you, you know, to, to give you a word or a message that's supposed to resonate with your soul. And, you know, with me in turn, as it resonates with my soul so much, then I need to turn it around and share it, you know, because there may be somebody out there that's going to need to hear this message today. And I really do. I think that there's probably more than one. I think we've all been down this road at least once in our lives. And if you haven't, you've had a very blessed life. Let me say that. But uh, to to make it make it light. Um, so I haven't really done anything. I wanted to do a podcast last week on Halloween. I was thinking about recording on Halloween and do like a live podcast with me and my husband. We were doing some um, some spirit adventures in the Gettysburg area because we live so close. Um, I wanted on Halloween night to go out to Saks Cover Bridge in Gettysburg and do a little EVP sesh and just take some pictures and just get a vibe and see, you know, if there would be anyone out there that would be willing to uh, communicate with us. Just do a little, you know, ghost investigation, paranormal investigation. Um, and yeah, it was, it was kind of fun. It was, I, I definitely felt something uh around us and my husband even did you know said something too which is huge for him because he's usually a naysayer but um him and I had a, a similar experience at the exact same time where we almost felt like this energy kind of rush around us and it wasn't the wind it was different like he kind of felt it and it was funny because he said something and I just kind of smirked and I was like yeah I, I felt it too but I didn't say anything because I figured he would be like okay whatever So, um, yeah, just doing Halloween fun things the month of October. It's really hard for me to, like, sit down and be disciplined and be like, you have to do a podcast when October is, like, the month of December for most people. Like, I, Halloween, I love Halloween, favorite holiday, um... And it it's just, uh, it consumes me that whole month. Typically, we do a big party. And, you know, in years past, we actually even conducted like a haunted hayride that I, 
you know, head up and, and, you know, did. And it was just a huge, like, with the DJ and the whole nine yards. And that, like, would take a whole weekend and, you know, months to even prepare because I would have a whole theme. And, you know, we didn't kind of do that this year. We did do a Halloween party, but it was very kind of last minute thrown together. And obviously, I do a lot of paranormal investigating the month of October. And then you got to do the pumpkin patch and you got to get your pumpkins, you know, do all the fun fall Halloween things that, you know, every family should enjoy doing. Um, this is the first year though, guys, that I did not go trick-or-treating like in a long time. And I'm not talking me personally, cause I'm a 40 year old woman and kudos to whoever wants to still go out at 40 and trick-or-treat. You do you, boo-boo. But, <laughs> um, yeah, like this is the first year that on Halloween, like I, binged watched horror movies like a lot of nostalgic horror movies like I know what you did last summer love that one it's a classic to me my son never watched it and I'm like oh you're gonna see it and then I wanted him to watch the craft because the craft is awesome um it definitely is a eye-opening kind of movie there is a lot of legitness in that movie and um he he didn't want to watch that. He'd rather watch I Know What You Did Last Summer. So we binge watch movies and ate popcorn and candy and got all fat and sassy. You know? <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, just a lot of Halloween fun. Been trying to take some time for me. Um, kind of the reason that I'm doing this podcast and this is kind of like my comeback after a two week hiatus or however long it's been is because I have definitely been going through some winter tree moments in my life recently. And this is kind of the reason why I, uh, felt so strongly to do this as this next podcast now, most of you know a lot of this podcast that I have been doing so far, and I'm only in my seventh episode, and I'm proud of myself that I've made it to seven episodes because old me would have been like three episodes and not seeing so many people listen to it. Um, I would have gotten discouraged and said, screw it. It ain't worth it. But new me, as I've been doing this spiritual journey, is like, no, I really feel like my who I am as a person and the way I think and the gifts that I have been given by the grace of God, I feel like I need to keep on keeping on, you know? Yeah. I look at just people, amazing people that, uh, a lot of people say would be, I guess, naysayers for lack of a better term, like Albert Einstein. Everyone thought he was crazy and the man was a genius and he was so brilliant. And I've recently been studying him and a lot of different things on how different the minds work in this world. I really feel that I should have went for a psychological, you know, degree of some sorts in psychology or something along those lines, because I am fascinated not only within myself, but in others of how our brains are just wired and why everyone is so different. And I just find that so fascinating. Um, but one thing that let me okay so let me let me backtrack okay give me a minute here that's another thing I'm learning guys I'm learning trying not to ramble trying to be more organized like I have a list of ideas in front of me right now when I knew I was going to when I had this moment of I knew this was the podcast this was the word that I wanted to give to you um I 
you know, immediately, like I'm trying to get my thoughts organized and make this flow as good as possible for you. So bear with me and my growing pains and my growing stages. I am still not 100% tech savvy on knowing how to do an intro and a proper outro and all of that jazz. I'm going to have to look at some tutorials on YouTube, guys. I'm just going to have to. Also, for those of you who um, are TikTokers out there, I am also on TikTok. I actually did a TikTok uh, account probably about a year ago, and I never really did much with it. I made a cute, few cute like animal videos of, of my pets and everything, and I'm just, I've never been big into social media. And I'll tell you why I've never been big into social media is because nine times out of 10, I never see it any good come out of social media for the most part. Um, I see a lot of families being broken up by social media. I see a lot of negativity. I see a lot of people making comments that maybe they shouldn't make and who gives them the right? Yes, I understand freedom of speech, but who gives the right to to say, you know, rude or degrading or any anything that's not uplifting? And I just feel like for those of us out there who are very self-conscious, who are tend to shy away from criticism of any kind, um, who struggle with mental health. And it's not good for us. I mean, I actually walked away from social media 10 years ago, and I just now created a TikTok a year ago and I'm trying to utilize, and I understand that it's, it's important to have some social media accounts, especially if you want to grow and expand as a, you know, personality out there, uh, an influencer, if you will. I really hate that term, but I guess that is who you are on a social media platform. Um, it's, it's definitely overwhelming for those of us that do deal with, I guess, uh, mental health. And it's we, we have to learn to uh, check ourselves a lot more so than the people out there that don't deal with mental health issues. So for me to, and I'm not trying to make you guys like give me a round of applause or anything, but for those of, many of you may not know how deeply I do struggle in my mental health, but for me to come out of a 10-year hiatus saying, nope, uh-uh, no, I'm good, um, to being like, I understand the purpose of social media, I understand the platform will help my platform grow and me and reach more people. So I'm really branching out. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to push, you know, all my nerves and all of my, you know, mental health issues to the side and not be so critical of myself and I'm doing it. So my TikTok is called Free Your Mind. It's the same logo as my um my logo on Anchor. Now, I will tell you, I was trying to change my Anchor picture to a picture that I had done um at while I was in Kim's crypt in York. By the way, if uh you guys have never been to Kim's Crypt, the Haunted Mill in York, Pennsylvania, and you're from the like the PA, Delmarva area anyway, anywhere. Um, 
you definitely need to go because they did an amazing job up there. Uh, so my picture, it's kind of like a black light picture and I'm standing in front of, you know, a bunch of like Halloween stuff that she kind of got her start, you know, that's was her passion. And she, and I was like, I resonated with her so much whenever I was in this little room and she kind of through like audio, like she wasn't in there, but there was an audio recording explaining like this room that we were standing in was like the beginning of her collection of Halloween, how she just loved Halloween, loved the decorations, loved the holiday. And it just all built from there. And she created this awesome empire at Kim's Crypt in York, PA. And um, yeah, she does like Halloween things. You know, she has a nice trail lights for the holidays, but she also does like a Krampus style um, for anyone that wants to like do the whole Krampus scary, ho you know, Christmas holiday. And then of course the whole month of like September and October, she's busy with the whole haunted mill thing, but they did a great job. That was the first time I've ever been there we did that. That was, I'm sorry, one thing that I did for Halloween that I didn't mention that was early in October that we went, but, um, fabulous like I've been to Field of Screams love Field of Screams will totally recommend if you've never been to Field of Screams definitely go but I've been like eight years in a row now and I just needed something different and I appreciate Field of Screams and everything that they do and it's the Field of Screams in PA not Maryland that I'm speaking of the one in uh um near Lancaster but uh anyway so next year for Halloween, if you you guys never went to the Haunted Mill, Kim's Crypt uh, in York, PA, highly, highly, highly recommend it. We had a blast. They did a great job. But, okay. So here I go on my rabbit trails, guys. Bring me back in. Bring me back in. Okay. So what we're going to talk about today. I told you guys in the beginning with my podcast, a lot of it deals with, you know, the paranormal and a lot of it's going to deal with spirituality, which I'm ready to dive into. Trust me. And it's so funny because I so thought that the next podcast that I was going to do was going to be on crystal healing, which I'm very passionate about. And I was going to educate you, educate you guys on, um, how I believe crystal healing works and how I utilize it in my own life. And I will be doing that podcast, I promise you. But this this podcast that I'm going to do, the, the Winter Tree Moments in Life, it is, um, it happened out of the blue. It was almost like God or my spirit guides, whoever was speaking this to me, I needed to hear it right then and there. And I feel like you guys are going to need to hear it right then. And, you know, when, whenever I'm speaking it to you, I feel like this is a word that so many people just need to take within themselves. Um, so one day I was driving to work and um, not going to disclose where I work or any of that business, but uh, it takes a toll. My, my job takes a toll on my mental health a lot. Um, I do not work in a very, uh, I have to say my work environment is, is toxic, uh, to, to say the least. It could be worse. Don't get me wrong. It could be worse, but it is definitely not the ideal working environment. And it is brutal on people that have mental health issues. Um, every day before I go into work, I actually meditate in my car. Um, I do binaural beat therapy or I will do some form of chakra balance therapy before I go in to ground myself and not allow negative uh, entities, energies, uh, any kind of negativity to uh, stick to me. 
I let it, I pray that it bounces back. And, you know, I pray that if I can take the negativity from that person that they're coming to me, then I ask that, you know, my spirit guides and my angels allow me to absorb that negativity from that person and let it dissipate, let it, I release it. Um, if people come to me and I can kind of feel that they are, I don't know, like they, they're just, for the lack of better terms, just bitching to bitch, then that person is not trying to release something that is bothering them that's negative. They're just venting to vent, I guess. And I just pray that that does not affect my mood, that negativity does not come towards me, and that they need to uh, work it out within themselves is kind of like, and I pray that prayer every day before I go in to, to work. Um, I do work in a warehouse. I will tell you that that is my, my Monday through Friday, my bread and butter. And, um, I am a hairdresser on, uh, Fridays and Saturdays. I still actively, um, have a salon and I do hair in the salon. And that's also something that can sometimes I pick up on people's emotions and energies whenever they're in my chair and, and whether they're realizing it or not, um, you know, whenever I have them in the shampoo bowl, I am usually praying a prayer of blessings over them and, and helping them, you know, as I'm kind of washing their head and I have my hands on them, it's almost like, you know, uh, you're, you're laying hands on the sick kind of thing, you know, and these person, these people that, you know, I care about the people that I do their hair, you know, most of the people that I have done their hair for a number of years and we have grown close and I genuinely care about them as a, as a person and a lot of them as friends at this point. And, you know, I just, anytime that someone sits in my chair, they typically have some confident things or just things, family things that they talk about. And, and I never, I've never enjoyed being the type of hairdresser where, um, you hear the gossip and then you spread the gossip. I have always, I hate gossip. I, I've, I, that is one thing about being a girl. And I know this is why I'm different and my brain is wired different. I have never enjoyed any parts of gossiping. Um, it's not my story to tell. Why should I speak of someone when, I don't have all the information and, and that's none of my business. So whenever someone tells me something in confidentiality, you know, I, it always is kept confidential. I had a lot of friends that always said that, you know, about me. And I take that as a compliment that you don't ever run your mouth and no, because it's not my business. If you tell me something, I will take it to God, take it to my guides, you know, call upon your spirit guides or your angels to help you with that situation, you know, and I will say that prayer for you, you know, and, you know, as, and that, sometimes I'll say it quietly. And most of my clients honestly don't even know that I am trying to impart some positivity in their life whenever I'm, you know, performing their service, you know, their hair service on them. But See, here I go on a side note again, taking a stroll down a fall lane where the leaves are falling and you see the winters coming and the trees are pretty now. And then all of a sudden they're going to be barren. <laughs> okay, so don't you love how every spring, you know, from wintertime, how life comes again? And this is almost 
almost resurrecting of a season, you know, the resurrecting of life again, um, when you go from winter to spring. And then, you know, you have the, the beautiful leaves and the, the freshness of the air and how, you know, spring then turns into summer and you have the fun and everything's bright and it's beautiful and you're just, you're feeling all your feels and you're good. You got that vitamin D, the sun coming down, beating on you. You know, everybody loves summertime. I mean, yes, I know some people are like, oh, it's so hot, but you drew genuinely no one hates summer. We all love a good summer. And then, you know, summer turns to fall and we get like all cutesy and we got, you know, our scarves and our mittens and our coffees and we're like, oh yes, here's the beginning of fall and we all love fall and, you know, and then as fall kind of gets to going and it happens to me, honestly, right when it's like Halloween's end and November 1st rolls around and my brain, and I don't think, guys, I have seasonal depression, but then again, maybe I do because my brain, as I'm taking down all of my Halloween decor in my house and I'm taking down all of my decorations that I did for outside, I literally sigh and I pouty face and I'm like, hmm, hmm, like a two-year-old, um, not that all my fun things are gone and I don't dislike Christmas. Don't get that twisted because I love Christmas. I love the true meaning of Christmas. I hate what the world has done to commercialize Christmas. Um, Christmas is definitely another favorite holiday of mine. So don't get that twisted. But it definitely, there's something that comes over me that's just like, oh God, it's going to be cold and I hate the cold. And then the snow comes and everything's just so dreary and you just, uh, you whine a little and you're just like pouty faced and you have a little temper tantrum like you're four again. And then you brave your way through it and you know spring's going to happen eventually. But I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how, oh God, winter's coming. And I was like bummed out. And then I started thinking about, you know, the trees being bare and, you know, and then my mind took a deep dive like it does. And I can't explain to you other than I feel like it is spirit talking to me sometimes and trying to have me perceive things a little differently in life as I've been on my, my spiritual journey. And spirit said about you know I thought to myself about the winter tree how it's barren it's empty and some people may even say that the winter tree is ugly because it doesn't have any leaves it's just dead looking and I immediately had like this little voice say you know how have you ever felt like the winter tree and I was like yeah I have. I understand that winter tree. I understand what it feels like to go through a patch in life that is so barren that you feel dark and you feel cold and you feel like, God, when is this going to end? Is there any life in sight? Because the tree is empty. There is no sign of life in a winter tree. The winter tree is, but it's there and it stays because it knows 
who is providing for it. And it knows sometime soon it's going to be strong and beautiful again. And I immediately started crying as I had all of this kind of jumble in my head. It kind of flooded like a river just flowing these words that just it was like I was having an internal dialogue and that's why I say I don't know that it's all me I feel like it's a spirit guide of sorts that speaks to me and and you think I'm crazy or not but I'm the one that has these thoughts and and there's nothing in my head that says murder this person (laughs) okay it's all peaceful information that I'm flowing with here usually in my head And, uh, but that spoke so deeply to me because it's so easy for the spring and summer trees, even the fall, to be sustained. They have everything they need, um, warm temperatures so they could flourish and blossom and bloom. They have all of the, you know, the the insects that kind of help keep everything, you know, in the cycle of life and, and looking flourishing and beautiful. Um, they have the rains, usually plentiful in the spring, summer and fall times. So it's definitely a different type of season when you get into the winter tree. Because the winter tree, everything is hibernating. Everything has hidden away, ran away, honestly, from the winter tree. The rain doesn't become rain. It becomes snow. And that becomes very cold and makes all the surrounding areas in the ground and deep down into the roots freezing and stiff and stuck. The winter tree is not as agile as the spring, summer and fall tree. It is very stiff. It's very rigid. It's very, it's, it's life, life and the, the atmosphere of its surroundings have taken its toll on the winter tree. And it's hard for the winter tree to sustain itself, but yet it does. I'm so sorry. I need to learn how to fix that too. (sighs) So basically what I'm trying to say, and I don't know, I'm big on personification, guys. I'm real big. And I think God knows that. And I think my spirit guides and my angels know that too, that I have always resonated with personification. I was able to see things um, in this world differently than most do. And it's crazy to me that I feel like God understands me in that sense. And he understood that before I made this podcast for probably about two weeks, I was going through a really hard, emotional winter tree moment in life myself. Um, I don't know why things are resonating so deeply with me lately, um, but they are. And it, it so much that it caused me to reach out to um, an acquaintance of mine who I, I would consider a friend. We just don't ever get to talk like friends do. But I definitely admire this woman um, to help me through 
where I need to be in life and what do I do with these gifts. So I work, as most of us do, to provide for my family, to put bills on, you know, to, to put food on the table, to pay the bills. And, you know, you go in day in and day out and you do this and you become this provider and you become this one that, you know, is many people depend upon, you know, you become this dependable person that you're being stretched thin and, you know, you're out there and you're just, you're going through the motions of life. And then one day, for some reason, you just halt and you're like, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to work this job anymore. I can't stand it here. I can't stand what it's doing to my soul. I can't stand what it does to my mental health, how I will come into work and, and my tears are welting up in my eyes because I can't imagine being here for another 10 hours this day, you know, that it's, it's doing nothing for me internally. Like I feel stuck. I feel frozen <laughs> like the winter tree and I, I don't know how to thaw out. How do I, how do I begin to flourish again? How do I begin to create the steps that I need to take to make my dreams reality? I have a lot of things that I would love to do with my life. I'm 40, you know, and it's crazy because 40 is young and I realize that it's young. Um, but you never know the life expectancy that you're given. Only God and the angels and, and all of those above understand when our time is up we don't and there's just so much that I want to achieve and accomplish and one of them is definitely to try to start my own um I don't I, I feel like I want it to be non-profit in the beginning but then I don't know where I want it to take me but I definitely want to work in the paranormal field I would love to start my own paranormal group I would love to help people who, you know, feel like they have either attachments or they're having issues working through like maybe spirits in their home. And I, and I know how to deal with all of that stuff. And I actually just recently wanted to, um, I'm educating myself right now on Akashic records and shamanism to try. And, and I do have mediumship abilities. I don't know if I'm, if you guys listen to that podcast or not but you know I'm trying and that's why I reached out to the good friend of mine because I'm trying to harness all this because I realize God has blessed me with this deep heart and this deep emotional um, ability for a reason and I feel like if you have a gift and, and you know it's a God-given gift uh it's rude or a slap in the face, if you will, if you don't use that gift. I mean, it's kind of like getting a toy at Christmas and throwing it to the side. And your parents, you don't know how long or hard they worked, you know, to provide that gift. And you just acted like it was no big deal. Show appreciation to that gift. Utilize that gift. Play with it. You know, so that's what I'm trying to do. And... It's just frustrated because I think whenever you're sitting in the moment of the winter tree, you, you can't see life. It's all dark. Everything around you is dark. You're not seeing any kind of light, any kind of signs of life, any kind of positivity. And it's and, and that goes hand in hand with mental health. I mean, that is basically what this podcast is about is understanding that 
you don't have to sit in that winter tree forever. It's not a forever thing. It comes, it goes. And you know, it's going to come back around again. Life is full of ups and downs. It definitely, and the thing is, as I've learned through my life, you know, if I didn't go through the bad things, what good would my life be? Because it's through the bad things that I have become a really awesome person. You know, um, I haven't always been this good of a person, honestly. Um, it was rough to look at myself in the mirror as I feel like all of us should do and be like, honestly, look at yourself in the mirror and look at the past and allow your mind to think back to everything that you have, um, been through in life, accomplished in life, failed through in life and understand yourself and understand, okay, well, this is what made me be this way or, and do these things and act this way. And I don't ever want to do that again. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to eliminate that because that's just not resonating with my soul. And when I say resonate with your soul, okay, I know that sounds very dramatic, but it almost is in a way. Like I immediately, if, if someone asked me to do something and immediately I'm feeling like that's not going to be good for me. I know it's not going to be good for me. I'm not, or like you go somewhere and you're like, I just know. And I'm not saying like, you know, social anxiety and stuff like that. That's not what I mean. I mean, like you just have this, like, no, I know that that's not going to be good for me. Okay. So it's basically don't do it. <laughs> um, listen to your intuition, listen to that inner voice. That's what I'm kind of trying to, to teach myself here. Um, and I am all self-taught um, and I'm all self-taught by life lessons. And I feel like sometimes if a person's heart is in the right direction and it's pure and God knows it's pure, God's going to utilize that person, no matter the educational background no matter if they have a degree or not, because our world and our society right now is so hellbent on having a degree to be looked at as a successful individual. And I would like to digress because the School of Hard Knocks has taught me more than any college would have ever taught me in my life. Um, yes, maybe I do need a degree to be a practicing psychologist, but I feel like enough of what I've been through in my life can help someone through their mental health issues uh, that could help them through moments of anxiety, moments of depression, moments of despair, because I've been through it. Um, I've been down some pretty dark winter tree moments in my life. And, uh, but it's never stayed. I think about times where I really, you know, the enemy, the darkness, the negativity, the darker entities wanted to take me. You know, there's been many a times where I have not been in a strong place like I am now. And I'm talking years ago. I'm not talking recently. Like this was in my teen years. And and that's really crucial crucial times for mental health development. And I really do think that a lot of the things that I was put through in my childhood and my teen years really did cause a lot of my mental health issues. And, uh, and some, 
people you're going to have to forgive because you're not the one that caused your mental health issues, whether you realize it or not. It really never was you. It really, and I'm not saying that it's right to point the finger and be like, you're the reason for my depression or you're the reason. No, 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 you, that, that, it's not what God wants. God wants you to forgive them so you can be forgiven. And so you can forgive yourself for allowing you to be that way for so long. Um, my little two week hiatus that I took because I was a little down in the dumps in my direction in life and getting frustrated and feeling like I'm not good enough or, you know, when is it my turn or, you know, when am I going to be able to let my light shine kind of thing, you know, and God sent me this message of the winter tree and understanding that when you go through these cold, hard times in life, look at that life that comes out on the end that winter tree becomes the beautiful spring tree yet again it stays there it is sustained through the winter because it knows it's going to be provided for and that's a testament of faith that you need to have of the people that you don't even know that is there in your corner right now you have no idea who is in your corner right now. I used to have no idea who was in my corner. You have an amazing creator above all. Then you have angels that whether you realize it or not, each and every day look out for you and protect you and keep you safe. You also have spirit guides who may or may not be past loved ones that even though you miss them, you don't even realize they're right there guiding you along the way, trying to talk to you, help you through things. Sometimes there'll be uh, ancestors that you never even knew existed. Sometimes it'll be a complete stranger that God decided you, you are going to be appointed to this one. And there is a connection. Why? Because maybe that person in their life went through a lot of the similar things that you're going through and they appoint God appoints them to you and says you're going to help guide this one and the only thing you got to do to believe that you're going to get through and you're going to blossom again is just to call out and talk to them I used to think it was crazy to just talk out loud to invisible people <laughs> um, not that I'm not spiritual and not that I don't have faith because I very much am both uh, and but a good friend of mine um, told me you need to open your mouth you, ne you need to talk you need to speak yes they can read your mind but they want you to speak to them and they will speak to you and they want to speak to you and it's the truth um whether you actually audibly will hear them or whether they will speak to you through a personification moment like me and this podcast like as I was going through my dark time just had this thought of what tree a tree looks like in the winter and I and I felt that within me like I, I get that I understand that deep dark cold feeling like there's no life around you feeling like it's just going to be forever that you're going to be frozen and stuck forever so resonated with me or 
you know, maybe you'll get visual signs. Maybe start asking for a sign that you want to see to know that your spirit guides or your angels are, are listening. You know, there's, and, and it's, God is not going to look at you like, oh, well, you don't have faith if you're asking me for a sign, for a proof. He understands that we are all fleshy. I am in my, it's, there is days at work and I joke around with a coworker of mine and I'm like, I can't stand this fleshy suit. I don't want to be in this fleshy suit no more. This fleshy suit has got to go. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's hard day in and day out when you're kind of just around nothing but negativity and you're around nothing positive, and it withers you away, it withers you away to nothing. And it really does start affecting, you know, at least me, it affects my mental health. And it's hard to bring yourself out of it. But I know, just like the winter tree, I know that in my dark moment, in my down and out, my mental health issues, my not feeling good enough, not feeling like I'm, I'm doing the right things and being really hard on myself, I know who at the root of my heart lies. And I truly believe that God will answer my prayers and that I will be able to do the amazing things as he will allow me to do them. I will never say that my mediumship abilities is because I'm special. I will never say that the messages that I get are because I have special abilities. Each and every one of you listening right now can hear God, the spirit guides, the angels, just as I do. It's just a matter of having a relationship and working on it. If you don't start actively meditating, and I don't mean take 20 minutes, I take, take five, take three, sit down, breathe, breathe, and just talk to God for three minutes, you know, clear your mind and ask him to help. Ask him to help. Ask your guides. Your, that's what your spirit guides are there for. Your spirit guides are there to direct, directly help you in your life's path. You will never, you will make whatever decision you are guided to make but if you would utilize those spirit guides and talk to them more and ask them to help enlighten your path and educate you on your path and show you a sign, you know, that you hear me. Because in the beginning, they all are going to understand that you're new to this. You're maybe a little shy or backwards. And I will tell you in the beginning in my journey, I, I seen so many numbers you know, the 1111, the 222, 333. I mean, I cannot tell you in the beginning of my spiritual path how many times I've seen 1111. And I was like, okay, all right. So you're, you're okay. I understand. And when I seen that 1111, I would speak and I would start, you know, thanking them for always helping me and being there for me and let me open my ears, open my eyes to whatever messages you need to give to me you know, and, or I'd ask for something that, you know, maybe it was weighing on my mind at that time. The only way you're going to pull yourself out of that winter tree moment is knowing where you stand in your life, being grounded, having your roots of that winter tree as frozen as they may, 
you know that they are going to thaw and they are going to still stand strong because you know who you are, you know who you serve, you know who's there to help you and serve you. That tree knows that the sun's going to shine again, that the weather's going to get warmer, that the rains are going to come and the birds are going to fly back and the bees are going to pollinate and it's going to be okay. That tree, that winter tree has more faith than most humans on the face of this earth. And I think that was the message that God was trying to portray to me that Yes, I know you've gone through your share of tough times, but look at all the times you have been brought out and you have flourished after. And it's it's true. It's true. You can't allow yourself, if you allow yourself to get stuck in that doom and gloom mentality, you are just going to tear your whole soul apart and it's going to be hard for you to pull out of it. So that is my plea to you today is to start thinking more positive thoughts. Know who you serve. Do you know who you serve? I'm not trying to get religious here. I'm not saying that the Christian, you know, the, the, the Christian way is the right way, the Catholic way is the right way, the Hindu way is the right way. You know, the, the I'm not trying to press religion onto you. I'm just trying to make you understand that I'm sorry I don't believe in the Big Bang Theory I don't believe that we are all just happenstance and boom one day we're here I do believe that there is a divine creator and it's a little too majestic to I think deny that there is not some form of divine creator and that is my personal belief and I also have had plenty of experiences in my practices of of faith with the God I serve the angels that I know are with me and my spirit guides that I know that are with me I've had so many experiences and so many amazing stories that I could share with you and I will in time um, and this is just one of them you know I know there are people out there naysayers that would say well it was a thought that you had and you're a deep thinker no, it's different. Yes, I'm a deep thinker, but I don't I don't go on a tangent like that and then immediately be moved to tears. Okay? I, I don't think myself into crying, okay? It was kind of like whenever I got this word, emotions just rolled over me and I got it. And I understood that someone was trying to tell me something. That the winter tree only lasts a season. It's not a lifetime. And you can pull yourself out of that season if you have the right groundwork done. That you take care of yourself. You take care of your soul. You spread love and light in this world and not negativity and anger and, and you know, just bashing each other and just for the spite of it. All of that, all it's going to do, it's going to poison your tree. It's all it is. It's poison. And then you want to know what happens to a poison tree? It dry rots. And it breaks. And it crumbles. And eventually, it dies. I don't want to be that, that way. I don't want to be that tree. 
I want to flourish again. I'm not going to stay in my winter tree moment. I am going to learn from it. I'm going to take the message that was given to me and I'm going to grow because that's what the winter tree will do once God provides for it all of the rain, all of the birds, all over again. It will grow again. And I know that as I keep doing what I'm doing and pressing forward and believe in myself and believe in his divine plan and destiny for my life, that I will be a summer tree again, nice and warm, flourishing, enjoying the breeze in my element. So guys, I just want to tell you that if you ever deal with anything, know it's only for a season. It's not permanent. It's not forever. And things do get better. Please, if you have any thoughts, any feelings, be it suicidal, please reach out to someone. There is someone that will help you that has a heart that will listen. Don't ever think that anything is so bad that you can't rise up from it because I can tell you right now I've been through a lot in my life and a lot of bad things and you can rise up and life does get better and it does move on and you will shine again so don't think of a small season as it being the rest of your life much love to all of you out there I hope that this hit home with a few of you, and uh, I pray that each and every one of you take very good care of your mental health, because if you cannot be your own best friend, you cannot expect to be the best version of yourself. You got to love yourself, and if you don't love yourself, you need to work on figuring out how to. And I would gladly help you through that if you ever, ever, ever need it. You can follow me on TikTok, you know, comment a question on one of my TikToks. I search them every now and then. You could drop me a question here at Anchor. Um, I'm pretty sure that my email is attached to and I am more than willing. If you ever have anything that you need, uh, if you're feeling down and out and you just feel like you ain't got anyone to, uh, to help you. And there's always suicide prevention lines also, you know, not to get too deep, but I, I truly do mean it because I've been there myself a few times. There's always someone out there who cares, even if it's a complete stranger like me, I care because I understand what you're going through. Much love to you guys. I really hope it's not going to be another two weeks. I don't foresee it being, but I am getting ready to get into a busy time at my work. So time will be precious, but I'm not giving up on the podcast. I just don't know. I can't give you a guaranteed. I don't want to make false promises and tell you I'm going to have one up next week, but just keep a lookout. You know, I'm not done with this. I continue to pray that, you know, I start to reach more and more followers and listeners and, and really make a difference in maybe someone's day. Much love again, and I hope you all have a very, very blessed time until we, time in your life till we talk again. See you guys again. Misty at Free Your Mind.